0: Everyone, welcome to JoJo's world. It's a sad day, Liam. It's a sad day. It's no. There's no hellos today. There's only stop all the clocks. Just shut down every building, okay? We need a time. We need time to mourn, okay? We need to mourn for the great loss that is to be explained later in the episode. <laughs> this is our JoJo's Bizarre Adventure recap and discussion podcast. Today we watch the, um, 69th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure, Parentheses, nice, um, end parentheses. <laughs> the 43rd episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, Stardust Crusaders, and the 19th episode of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, Stardust Crusaders Season 2, Battle in Egypt, entitled, The Miasma of the Void, Vanilla Ice, nice, part two, nicer, or is it? Or is it? Is it? Could anything ever truly to be said to be nice again? No. No, it can't be. It covers the end of chapter 240 through uh, around half of uh, chapter 244 of the manga. We didn't introduce ourselves. We're getting there. Huh. I'm Liam S. Smith, one of your co-hosts. And I'm Nick Ballantyne, the other one of the... You know what? No. No. You know what? What, Nick? No. 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 What? No. what? No. Today's episode is sponsored by Matthew Penny. Hi, Matt. How you going? Tensions running high in the studio today. I hope you enjoyed this one. No offence to you, buddy, but you've picked a bad episode to be shouted out on. Uh, It's thank you so much for your support. We appreciate it greatly, but fuck. I don't think it will be a bad episode. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Nick's having a meltdown. I'm freaking out about this, man. Because we have officially entered, if not last week, then certainly this week, climax territory. Oh, we we've entered the zone of fucking Macbeth. Like, everyone's just dying. Did I remark to you last week or was it off the air that uh, this is the equivalent of that time Caesar ran Hell Leather into Kaza's mansion? Yeah, yeah. It's and that. And then just everything goes wrong. Everything goes to shit. People start dying. Things start happening. Everything's going wrong. Nick, I have some words I want to share with you about this episode. Oh, sure. From a new friend. Oh. Uh, now uh, who is the... Uh, creative director for the TV uh, adaptation of Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Okay. He has to say this about this episode. He's got quite a bit to say, so feel free to interrupt at any point. Okay. Mr. Ishimoto was one of the key animators for this episode, hence the distinctive dark lines. Overall, it's a real success. Who is Mr. Ishimoto? Oh, I'm glad you asked, Nick. That is a Japanese animator affiliated with David Production, which is the company that makes Jojo's Bizarre Adventure. Oh, nice. Gotcha. Iggy and Polnareff are presented at their most chivalrous in a fight to the death against Vanilla Ice. I believe we can say without exaggeration that he is the most dangerous stand user we've met until now. He is truly cruel and formidable, has a strong aura, and has a knack for making everything tense. It's truly impressive. Mm, I would agree with that. Yes. Single to Everything is tense. <laughs> everything is very tense. We had particularly worked on Cream's appearances, and they ended up especially good. The stand is very beautiful. Okay, sure. <laughs> But also perfectly terrifying. A real fatal beauty. The poor Iggy has suffered a lot against an imposing adult who repeatedly kicks at full strength. The result can only be horrible. As an animal lover, I find this scene sickening. (laughs) Just a lot of, you know, as an animal lover, I find this scene sickening, which is why I'm so glad it came across so sickly. In the scene where Vanilla Ice blindly closes up on Polnareff, some neat concentric circles would have been great, but because of the layout of the room, we had to content ourselves with ovals. A shame. Mm. Hmm. If only it was concentric I think we've all been there before. We've had to make do with ovals when we would have preferred concentric circles. You know, when you pull out your fucking compass and you're like, you know what, this just isn't working. <laughs> oh, why did I get an egg-shaped compass? <laughs> Ponarev then pronounces his last words and we see an earring falling to the ground as an invitation for the next episode. Mr. Carto was in charge of the storyboard and it's his style to finish like this. Cutting at this moment was a good idea. In the end, it was a really an intense episode. We don't have time to be bored. Half an hour passes in an instant. Uh, Yeah? Uh. Now, I also just remembered that there was some content in the Avdol um, Jojonium note that I was unable to read at the time because he had yet to pass, uh, which, of course, he died last episode. So I'm going to return to that now and see if it's shed any more light on his character. Okay. I still don't think he's dead, but okay. He has a knack for coming back to life. Everyone gets one, except for Caesar. <laughs> no one gets two, <laughs> except Caesar for Dio. Get, Caesar gets crushed, that's it. That's all you get. Okay, I may have read a, a segment of this before, but... Okay. Being able to control flames is something that people always put in movies and manga, and in the end, it's just burning things up. So it ends up becoming a pretty all-powerful ability. I think in terms of Jojo, flames and poisonous gas have become off-limits for me. If I had made a story centred around Avdol, I probably would have explored his relationship with his father, his upbringing, and his family wait I'm, his father who owned the island with the chickens who was a fictional construct uh. but certainly he has a father oh <laughs> uh, this is actually not the uh the segment i thought it was i've certainly read that before so the te- the segment i actually meant to read was i killed him once in india because i'm always trying to keep the readers from getting bored with the same pattern i also wanted to add some reality to the story by having someone get sacrificed i thought it'd be great to add in an episode where they lose a team member i didn't intend to erase him forever though but i thought it'd be too easy if he came back to life immediately so I wanted to prepare a flashy comeback the readers would be able to accept. When I draw Jojo, I never plan out the small things. In the end, I managed to bring Avdol back just before they reached Egypt, but I never planned that beforehand. It was just an idea that came to me while drawing. Now that I think back on it, since I killed him once, I should probably have made him more important in the story. (laughs) Of course, these thoughts all come to me after I finish the story. Making the story centre around Avdol would have been very adventurous at the time. Sure. Sure. Yeah, I would agree with that sentiment. Avdol, rest in peace in peace, Avdol. I mean, I don't think you're fully dead, but you know what? Probably dead. I'm telling you, man. He dead. Is he, though? Got no arms. Bleeding heavily, I assume. In a void. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's functionally disintegrated. Anywho, this episode. This episode. We pick up where we left off. Fucking, there's this guy named Vanilla Ice. He's eating Avdol's arms. He's all like, yeah, that's right, he's dead now. Honor just like, chatter. why didn't Avdol's flames sense him? Where are you, Avdol? And he's like floating there. He's, he's chomping on those arms. And then I like the angle because um we see sort of a close up on Cream's gaping more as it puts the arms in and they sort of disappear into mm. the abyss. And then Vanilla Ice's face just sort of sidles on up in there. <laughs> just like, oh, hello. We all floating here. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you want to come down here with me? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's it's only darkness down here. We're all, we're all cool and as ice. And he repeats that same monologue last time about how he's going to disabuse them of their arrogant notions that they can defeat Dio. Yeah, he does the same thing. Yeah, yeah. Because it's the same thing. Because it's anime. Yeah. And Do- Palme Reif shouts out, uh, don't lie, you killed have blah 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 blah. And doesn't cut off this time because he pulls out Chariot who like leaps across the room swinging and slashing. It's awesome. Uh, Vanilla Ice is like, oh my god, I didn't realise he could go that far. I hadn't heard he was so fast or they could attack at this range. This guy's impressive. This guy's got some fucking blades on him. He gets like a a cut on his hip or his ankle or something. Yeah. But ultimately he can't do any real harm before Cream eats himself and disappears. (laughs) It's, it's not how of often you get to say, before the villain eats himself and disappears. It sort of forms a ball and like slowly sucks himself up as he's retreating. So he gets smaller and smaller and smaller before he finally vanishes. Yep. And then we do the OP. ba 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 bow ba bow Wait, sorry. No, hang on. Let me do the proper OP. <laughs> <laughs> That's our OP. I gathered that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you this had is, your fun. This is my creative process. Now, you saw what I meant this week um, when I was talking about... Last time about how um, that one particular bit on the stairs with the credits torn up looks like it could conceivably yeah. be yeah. vanilla ice tearing that shit up in the mansion. How they're all <laughs> how they're all holes just emerging out of yeah. seemingly thin air in the credit text. Yeah, but it's not part of the background. It's part of the foreground. Yeah, yeah. It's so there's it. not holes in the background emerging as well. No. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. 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 No, I, yeah, I can see how you would make that like thing there, but um, assumption. Yeah, or connection. No. Meanwhile, it's day one Okay, go of, on. of Vanilla Ice's reign of terror. Well, no, it's day two of that. Oh, shit. So it is. <laughs> the other guys are walking around the mansion. They look like they might be in a wine cellar or something. There's some barrels around the place. Yeah. What was that? That illusion's gone now, but it sounds like I just heard a wall breaking. Must be the other guys. So they start sprinting oh, away. No, they say, must be Avdol and Polnareff. Oh. Snub. Snubbing my boy Iggy. Yeah, my lad. My lad Iggy. He deserves a bit of credit here, Mm -hmm, boys. mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So they start running off. I know I hit him, but he's not dead. He shrank into that dimension that they use. Him and his stand. Those damn stands. Seeing as Vanilla Ice has vanished for the moment, Polnareff has a moment with his feelings. (laughs) He has a moment with his feelings? He leans up against this pillar and like clutches the bridge between his eyes. The bridge of his nose between his eyes. Yep. And is like, after all, damn it. You're the one who said we shouldn't help each other. You said you wouldn't save me. You fucking moron. You fucking liar. How dare you? dare you betray me like this? You fuck. Ever since India, all you've done is meddle in other people's problems, consistently saving Polaris' life in doing so. Indeed, indeed, yep. You should have left me alone. And then he goes to crouch in his misery against this pillar. Uh-huh. And the instant he does so... Just a huge circular hole is torn in that pillow where his head was. It's awesome. And he just kind of goes, wow, if I didn't crouch, then I'd be dead. This must be Avdol's will telling me to fight. Fuck sure. you, Avdol. If that's what you need to motivate yourself. Yeah. And we see the orb of light and darkness <laughs> that is cream tearing shit up <laughs> in the floor. It's messing things up. The fool comes out to fight, but the sand it's composed Immediately decomp- decomposed? Yeah. Disintegrated, that's the one. Absorbed yeah they're like it's too dangerous to stay in this room let's get out of here so they sprint away Polarf runs out a door shuts that door drags some furniture against the door runs off cream disintegrates his way through all of that immediately literally as soon as he started putting furniture on i was like that's not gonna work bro he disintegrates he disintegrated a wall and you're hoping to stop him with a couch could have used that time to run better yeah yeah <laughs> okay quick up those stairs and there's a lot of shots of them running through darkened corridors here. Pretty good they can find their way out, considering they are... Uh, Were in an illusion before. Yeah, they yeah. weren't technically navigating this part of the mansion. I mean, yes, but at the same time, it still wouldn't be that hard to go down a corridor... wouldn't be that hard to go down a corridor that you just came from. I guess not. In theory. I could see myself getting disoriented very easily in a shadow maze. <laughs> if you had to go into a labyrinth that was an illusion, do you think you'd get out alive? Would I have my ball of red string? Um... No. Would there be a minotaur? Uh well I guess Dio is a bit of a minotaur, isn't he? Yeah, really aren't vampires the minotaurs of mythology? Yeah, I can't really uh disprove that. So I guess it's true. They got two extra sharp bits on their head. <laughs> oh fucking. Mick's got the hiccups. I have the hiccups. I'm just gonna uh pause for a moment to get him a glass of water or something. So they're running down these corridors. Yeah, they're running down the corridor. And all the time we see vanilla eyes busting through walls and stuff behind them. He is just coming through, smashing He's through that tearing hatch. shit up. Not even tearing, just going through it. All right, sure. If, if you need to call me <laughs> on my word choice there. Thank you. Drastically lowering the resale value of this mansion. <laughs> 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 he is not a man for realty. Mm. Or reality, indeed. Ooh, more a dark kind of guy. Mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Mm. And they come up into the foyer. And Polnareff is like, okay. There's the exit, the open door we came through. We can totally go through that. But we can't go through that. And Iggy immediately goes, what? (laughs) That's my Iggy. That was pretty good. You see, he says as they're running, (laughs) Avdol sacrificed himself because he believed we could win and we can't betray that trust. Rough, rough. We need to respect his resolve. Running away now is what a loser would do. I'm not running away. I'm running to get to Dio. Woofity woof woof. And Iggy's tail spikes up. Previously hanging loose with fear. Flaccid and limp. Yep. Sticks up with resolve. His, he, he snarls a little snarl and they, they take an abrupt right and run up the stairs. And then we see in the doorway. Vinyl ice. Emerging from nothingness. Was waiting in the doorway to get them as they went through. He's like, I'm sure they were going to exit. Didn't. I'm impressed with that polarif. Hang on, what was the vanilla rice voice? Uh, oh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed with oh, yes. I'm so impressed that he injured me. Yes. And I'm also impressed by his mindset that lets him conquer fear and danger. Without a doubt, I will corner him and kill him. Ha. Anyway, off I go. <laughs> sure. As you gobble yourself up. The, the guys are running upstairs and they're like, his stand in a dimension of darkness. How do you fight that? What do you do? Oh no, he's already in this room. Because they run up into this large antechamber. I don't even, it just feels like a big ass room. Like it serves no purpose other than be a big room. It'd be like a lounge room or something. Yeah. It's mate. got a lot of windows. Yeah, quite a few windows. No furniture. Oh, I had some art. Not much furniture. Not much furniture, no. A lot of pillars. Mm. Well, not even pillars. And like there's yes. a hole in the middle of the floor. Yes. Perfectly Spherical. circular. Spherical spherical no I guess it's not spherical because it doesn't have any depth to it it's just a hole it's just a cylindrical hole that uh yeah implies that maybe there's a big ass guy that'll eat you in here he's already in the room quick Iggy watch my back and I'll watch yours so he like grabs he he kneels he kneels grabs silver chariot grabs Iggy grabs Iggy puts him on his back yeah, Iggy kind of climbs onto his shoulder such that his Iggy's butt is right next to Polnareff's face so that they can watch each other's backs. Get it? Yeah? yeah. No, the, not the that children. time. Oh, okay. And they both have their stands out ready, ready to rumble. They are good to go to kill a motherfucker if he dares emerge. He can't come through without breaking a hole in the wall. And The moment he shows himself, we'll have a chance to kill him. He's ranting a bit, he's like, come at me, I'll cut you in half. Silver chariot's extra fast right now because of how angry I am. We get like a nice close-up of his eyes. (laughs) That's my secret. Don't make me angry. You won't like me when I'm angry. I'm not the Hulk. I'm just a French man. (laughs) And there's a slow pan as he's sort of, (laughs) he's he's been sort of, uh, he's not crouching per se, but he's sort of lowering on his toes. He's, yeah, he's kind of looking like he's going for something. Yeah. Hmm. And there's a slow pan and zoom to the toes of his boot. And then a face emerges. Somehow. I still not really sure in the logistics of this. Cream's face emerges from underneath where his foot is. Yep. And we just see his eyes sticking out, looking up at him. And uh, Polnareff goes, oh, fuck. He's under my shoe. He's in the crack in the floor tiles. So the big face emerges, bites sort of. I would say it probably a couple of his toes for sure. Or n- not even necessarily a couple of his toes, but like the tips of basically all of them. Yeah, yeah. So then it just he now has a stub for a foot. Problem. I mean, he's still got probably. I would say he probably has about half of all his toes on that foot. I don't even. No, I reckon- as in half of each of his toes. Oh, yeah, pos- yeah. Okay, I'll pay that because you know there's also some boot real estate that was eaten then. Oh yes. So this chunk of his foot gets eaten away. He reels back in pain. He's like, oh, fuck, my foot. He's like a soccer player. Yeah, sure. (laughs) Dio wanders in and gives uh, Vanilla Rice a red card. (laughs) Vanilla, what do I have to tell you about eating people's feet? Mm. Go for the face. You kill them. You don't just eat their feet, bro. First I've taken... Oh, sorry. What's the voice again? Oh. Oh, yes. First I've taken your foot. So you can't run around or escape. Uh, the fool and silver chariot attack. He avoids them the same way he does everything by eating himself. Yep. Chariot starts smashing things up. Uh, it It's very angry. At first it looks like he's just, um, you know, wildly swinging to try to hit this guy. Yep. But it becomes apparent that he is just tearing up all of the... The furnishings in this room to make, make a huge commotion. Yeah. And we, we cut around the mansion again and we see Dio in bed feeling the shaking. And we're back with the other guys and they're like, there's another wall being destroyed. Now, Dio in the bed, he looks very displeased. Shrouded in darkness, as usual. Yeah. Well, isn't it just the worst when you're when you're fucking reading in bed in your pyjamas and like someone knocks on your door or something and you're, you're in the middle of a really good chapter and it's like, oh, I gotta get changed and... Blah, blah, blah. It might be Delivery Man and they, you know, they leave like a shot. So. I was thinking more, isn't it so annoying when a wall crumbles like in the other room <laughs> and that you've sent your henchman down to to deal with and you're like, Ugh. can you just? Mm, that's going to lower the real estate value. <laughs> this is going to ruin this match. I'll have that Vanilla Ice's head for this again. <laughs> Shit, do you think, at the end of this episode, do you think that there's any hope for this mansion? Because it's getting fucked up. Not in a good good spot, this no. mansion. No, it's really not. It's really going to lower the sort of ambient property values as yeah. well, just because it's going to be this huge smouldering wreck. Yeah. At the end of this entire arc, the mansion crumbles. Well, like, to be fair, to it doesn't have a murderous bird that kills anyone who comes close in it. Look, neither. that is a positive. I will give yeah. it that. But at the same time, the mansion may very well How would the, um, you know how real estate agents sort of put positive spin on everything? Yeah. So it'd be like, great security. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but what about all the holes in the floor? Yeah, um... It'd Easy room access. Yeah, ambient light, or natural lighting. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> what you about the vampire living in the attic? Interesting roommates. <laughs> Mood music at 9pm onwards. Organ only. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. Dio's definitely got a big melodramatic organ, right? There's no way he doesn't. No, no, no. He just sings himself. Oh yeah. Because he is the greatest. Instrument. But he would have someone play it, you know? That's true. If he had an organ here, yeah, I reckon so. Anyway. Back in the room. They managed to hide somehow. So Vanilla Ice is basically there going, all right, there's not that many places you can hide. You're it's, probably just it, hiding in some rubble. He gets out of his little pod. <laughs> takes like, on foot. you managed to hide somewhere during the confusion, Polnareff. But you can't go far with that foot. You're almost certainly under some rubble nearby. You're powerless before me. i got to do that voice again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you've managed to hide during the confusion, Polnareff. But it's no use. With that foot of yours, you'll never get far. Oh, you're probably under some of the rubble nearby. You're powerless before me, baby. Without a doubt, I'll defeat you. Where are you, F hun? Nowhere. And we see, slowly, we well, hear, actually.
1: Yep. We hear,
0: behind him, the the dusky tones of mysterious, faceless Dio. <gasps> as he comes downstairs. He's actually shown up. What's all this noise, Vanilla Ice? My lord. Dio. <laughs> That's good. Thank <laughs> you. Um, Dio's coming down the stairs and he's like, be careful. Mm, be careful, they're nearby. Leave this to me, Vanilla Ice. Don't let this trouble you. So Dio raises his hand. As Vanilla Ice turns his back and like puts a guarding arm across him. Uh, and... And before he raises his hand, before anything happens, though, we cut to our protagonists somehow hiding in in sand in the stairs. I think the stairs were destroyed, maybe? Oh, yeah, and maybe he's holding them together through sheer force of will. Potentially. Or he's just using sand to... Yeah, something like that. Hmm. And then Dio's hand begins to come down well, and we hear Polnareff monologuing. Yeah. It's working, Iggy. <laughs> I don't know how Iggy's hearing him and understanding him. <laughs> it's oh, working, Iggy. You fooled him with that fake Dio you made using the fool. Now- I feel a bit guilty about attacking him from behind, but that's how we killed Avdol. So he deserves to die like this. Now, two things. One, he made a fake Dio out of sand that could talk. Mm -hmm. Now dogs can't talk Dogs can't talk Dogs can't sweat Dogs can't talk Are you telling me that he's created a fully functioning larynx vocal cord system? Well we know Iggy has understanding of speech Sure Of English slash Japanese as the case may be Sure But And stands are magical Oh yeah And have been used for speech in the past While Iggy hasn't specifically Although last episode this may have been his internal monologue He did shout the fool when he called it out (laughs) That is true. He did literally shout the fool. Okay, second thing. Second thing. Um, how did Vanilla Ice not notice that he was bleeding sand? Well, we only saw that when we got an extreme close-up of his hand, where just the tiniest bit of sand was starting to fray off. Okay, okay. Because, like, the fool is always made of sand, Mm. but it doesn't look like it is. So there's some, like, chameleonic quality here. Yeah, I suppose so, yeah. Okay, all right. Both of them perfectly qualmed. Hmm, sure. Do it, Iggy. Break through his scapula and split him open to the hip like a mackerel. I mean, hmm. So the hand comes down and then Rose is about to hit our lad. Vin- vin- Vanilla Ice. Milli Vanilli. He slices off deer He turns arm. around, spins around with his own hand and like a, fl- a flush flash of cream energy. <laughs> <laughs> Chops that cream. arm off and basically destroys the sand doppelganger. A whip of cream flashes. Yeah, exactly. Mm, Dio would never enter his leave his room to rent this place. Look at all the sunlight around. That's a good point, yep. And then he, he sort of knocks them both away. And he looms over Iggy. Dio told me that he trusts me to take care of this. So he would never descend to this floor because that would be betraying his trust in me. So I'm going to kill you, you shitty little mutt. You made me destroy an image of Lord Dio and that that's really not on. So he punches him oh, in yeah, the face. Yeah, across the room... Uh, Pony is like, oh no, he's about to absorb him with his void and kill him. Iggy's going to die. No, no, he just punches him right in the face. Punches him soups hard. Like all the way across the room, into the wall. Leaving a dent. Yeah. And not just like a small dent, like a crater. It's a stone wall. Yeah, it's a load-bearing wall, my friend. Yeah, that's not a small deal. That's a good fucking few kilopascals right there. Even if it was a fake Dio, how dare you make me strike him? I'll kick you to death, you bastard. And this is a little difficult to watch. I mean, for you, maybe. For me, it's like, man, he's a dick. All right, we can uh, we can delve into that a little more off air. <laughs> <laughs> he walks up to Iggy and just starts just really fucking laying into him with his foot. Kicking the literal shit out of him. I mean, I don't think literally, but... Well, I mean, quite possibly. He's bleeding Certainly a lot. kicking a lot of blood and viscera at oh, him. Oh, yeah. No, there's a lot of stuff happening. It takes an instant to be swallowed by Cream, but that's not enough time to quell my anger. This is your fault. You angered me. Learn your lesson. How's that? Keeps me- kicking him. Polareff, meanwhile, gives us some insight into Vanilla Ice's psyche <laughs> in a line that I've often heard misinterpreted to be about the nature of Cream's power. Okay. He's across the room, he's watching, he's like, wow, this guy's not right in the head. It's just overkill. His mind itself is that dimension of darkness. It's a black abyss that rips everything apart. Now he's speaking metaphorically there. Is he though? Yeah, because things don't go into his mind when he eats them with cream. How can we know? How, how can we possibly know, Liam? What if, what if, and stay with me here. What if he's just a really, really, really condensed airhead, right? So there's nothing in there. Oh, you know, I think I use a can of com- condensed airhead to try to clean the dust out of my computer every night. <laughs> I mean, you know, he could just be that evil, you know? He's got souls living up in his head. He's like the Derby of soul-eating. Well, souls before dolls, that's what I always say. Hey, all... Oh. Should have made that joke in of the last three episodes. <laughs> yeah, a bit late, but you know what? Yep. It's fine. It still counts. So he's laying just his, his fucking wrath into. Dio him. told me you cannot overre- overestimate human resolve, but you're just a shitty dog. You don't have resolve or even a soul. And then Iggy, just fucking ruined, just looks up at him and smirks. Or he's like. Yeah. shitty and grin, like, you mad? Yeah, I bet you want to hit me, don't you? Uh, <laughs> what? You lose your temper just because I'm fucking with you a bit? Hey, guess you, what? You think you're better than me? Hey, hey, buddy, hey, buddy, hey, buddy. I'm a dog. Hashtag noob. <laughs> And then he just fucking kicks them all over again. Jesus. And he's just like, fucking this dog. He just keeps kicking until Polnareff yells at him to stop. Yeah, and Polnareff's like, fucking quit it. That's my dog you're beating. I will end this Polnareff. And then the same thing happens again where Polnareff attacks in a flurry of stabs and he vanishes. Yeah, once again, the greatest stand user. <laughs> this kind of cements in how much of a dick he is, though. Can't catch me. I'm vanilla ice, oh. baby. Let me kick this dog and then run away. Mm, Yes. Fucking all right, whoops. stop, collaborate, and listen. <laughs> Ice is back. I don't know any more lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> Improvise, adapt, overcome. Or just kick a dog, you know, either all really. Chariot floats up into the air and starts twirling his sword. Uh, and at first I was thinking, what the fuck? But Iggy, your sand plan failed. But it gave me a hint. Look, we can use the sand to read his movement if I stir up a heap of sand by twirling my sword. So all this sand kind of goes in the air like a sandstorm yeah. almost. And because... The orb of... Cream. Sure, the creamy orb. The cream orb. The moon. The moon. I have a friend who calls the moon a creamy orb. <laughs> why? She likes the moon. Enough that she consider it creamy? Yeah, she got a tattoo of it. Is it creamy? No. Well, why would you call it the creamy orb then, buddy? Look, I'm not here to interrogate my friend's nomenclature. Take me to them. <laughs> what was I saying? Something about cream having to absorb oh, yeah, all the be- sand. Yeah, because it has to... By its nature, it absorbs everything it comes in contact with. It's mm-hmm. absorbing the flecks of sand that are hitting it. So you can see... Much like trying to detect... A predator in a forest, like like the alien predator. I realised I was actually about to use an analogy of something that happens in a future Jojo part, so I'm not going <laughs> to go there. Ooh. If you think of an invisible thing that's moving through visible medium, that's what it's like, in the most literal sense. Hmm, mm. hmm, mm. And there you have it. Nickel Isn't there a movie. movie or something where they throw sand in a water to find something that's invisible? Uh, No, but I do know that Predator had some cloaking technology, and so Arnie covers himself in mud. To- that's kind of the opposite of what we're going for, because he yeah. was covering himself in mud to avoid the predator's thermal vision technology. That's true. I mean, maybe it's something else? Anyway. Um- <laughs> <laughs> How many times can we get sidetracked this episode? What you should do when you're playing Dungeons & Dragons is always buy a-, a bag of flour, Yeah, because that's a versatile thing. You can use it to make bread, but also if you encounter something that's invisible or has stealth capabilities, you can just throw it down and use that to track it. Oh my god, that's genius. That's actually genius. Why did I not think of that? Because I'm a damn fool. Mm-hmm. Anyway. So, Iggy looks fucked up. Iggy's fucked up. Oh, and yeah, so there's always floating through the air. They can see it. Swallowed up and head this way. And Vanilla Ice is like, Ooh, you're going to crumble, Polnareff. I'm going to get you. I'm going to get you. And he opens up Cream's mouth and he looks through. And then he opens up his mouth in shock because <laughs> Polnareff is ready and waiting to face him. Silver Chariot is there with his sword, brandished. Yeah. Your other weakness appears when you try to confirm my location. You've got to poke your head out or you can't see. Suck on that. Suck on my sword until you die, you piece of shit. (laughs) Taste it. Taste my steel, boy. And so he stabs him through through the brainstem. And the tongue. And the tongue. Yeah, through the mouth into the brainstem. It's... Brutal. Brutal. And yet... He's like, I've mortally wounded you. Hurry up and die. And he's twisting the sword. A lot. Yeah, to widen the wound, I guess. Yeah, just to kind of be like, come on. Unfortunately. It's like a fire poker. Unfortunately, vampires. Now, okay, here's the thing. Is he a vampire or is he not a vampire? He's definitely... Okay, this is something that I see a lot of contention about. Yeah. He's definitely a vampire by this point. Okay. Because he would have been killed by this if he wasn't. Sure. Yeah. I can understand that. The question is, he was in the doorway with his back to the open daytime earlier. hmm And also his face, you could see sunlight like and and associated shadows on his face at the time. Plus, he was in this room with all these windows and being like, "Dude, does it come into this room. There's sunlight in this room. So the question is, was he like... Obviously, he had his head cut off last time, so he's not proper mortal anymore. No. But does that make him a vampire? Unclear. Mm. Is he a zombie like Guangchang or Jack the Ripper? Yeah, Um, something like that, where he's just come back and he's like, well, I'm superhuman, but it's a bit weird. But a piece of conjecture I've read, which is a bit of a reach, but I kind of like it. Go on. Is that in the act of piercing his brainstem... Uh-huh. And what with all the other vampire turning stuff that's happened to him. Mm-hmm. Polareff's sword has imitated the effect of the stone mask. Uh, okay. Which, if you recall, pierces the, the brain brainstem. and the brainstem. to yeah, 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 To unle- unlock human potential, thereby making vampires. I guess, but, like, doesn't that do a whole bunch of other stuff along with the brainstem? So it would have to pierce all the other bits as well? I don't know. Because I only really noticed the fangs in the shots after this, too, where... Yeah. No, I remember... I, I recognised that there were fangs before, yeah. but I was okay. there going, why is he got fangs? That's weird. I just thought because it, it was evil that he had fangs. So it may just be an inconsistency, Ari, the sunlight thing, but certainly by this point he's a vampire. Okay. All right. Confirmed vampire, Mr. Vanilla Ice. Yeah. What a dick dickbag! At least a zombie, perhaps not a full vampire, because yeah. obviously he hasn't put on the so mask. He has been stabbed through the brainstem and is not dying. That is a surefire sign of not being mm-hmm. human. Yep, yep. He retaliates. Cream grabs chariot by the throat, which, as I'm sure you know, by the transitive property of stands, inflicts that pressure on Polnareff's throat. Yep. He's like, "You little shit! What you think you're better than me? Just because you got a sword? Well, guess what? I've got a whole dimension. I got no time to die. Got." I've got no time to die. I've got no time for pain. I'll do whatever it takes to kill you. Anyway, I'm gonna grab your other hand now and pull two fingers of yours into my void. Whoops! And then two fingers of Polnareff's get chopped off. Yeah, and then he grabs Chariot by the sword arm. Well, no, Polnareff first has to relinquish the blade from uh, his mouth and then goes in again. Does that happen? Yeah. Okay, sure. Because he has to pull it out. Because he's like, I have no chance. I have no choice but to go away. What happened after this? No, I thought it was Because he's got the sword here. Yeah. So he grabbed his arm and starts chopping it and breaks his arm up real bad. That's right. That's what I was going for. Oh, okay. I thought that happened. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway. So he's chopped up his arm real bad, broken them bones. Moneriff's uh, in a bad way. He's in a very bad way. He's oh. like, I have no choice but to... uh. Relinquish. Yeah, so he does like a roundhouse kick with Chariot and get some distance. Yep. And uh, he pulls back. Dick Bag McGee is there being all like, yo, you yeah. me? I'm just going to, uh, whoops, there goes a huge chunk of your thigh. My bad. Oh, why would you do that? I can't move, but I also have no time for pain because Avdol died. Okay. We were so close to finishing him. This guy's just, he's obsessive, completely obsessive about serving Dio. I can't die until I kill you. Okay. So there's a bit of acrobatics. Yep. Now, is this the bit where he goes back in to stab him again, or is it... The circly bit. I don't know if there was another bit where he goes back the back step him, is there? I swear there was a bit. I don't know. Anyway. So he kind of tries to attack him I think there's another again. point where he attacks him again. And that's prior to, immediately prior to him eating the thigh. Where, right. As okay. he gets back into the orb. Yeah, I see. So then the next bit that happens is the sword gets eaten. Or yeah. Or at least a little bit. Uh, he sees him coming and he's like, I'm going to slash that orb. So he goes to slash the orb. Lo and behold, the top of the sword gets eaten. Mm-hmm. And he busts through the wall behind him he's like, shit. Well, don't know what I expected. That's that's bad for me. That makes sense, given what I know about this orb. <laughs> this is this is a bad sign. Now, does Polnareff get up? Conor, Polnareff can't really get up, because he's got that huge chunk out of his thigh, missing a toe. Yep. Some toes. Um... Chariot is on the other side of the room doing acrobatics to dodge some seemingly random orb blasts. So this orb is going in and out of the building. Yeah. Everyone outside must just be going, man, that that is some weird- It's like a really controlled demolition. That is some weird holes that are emerging in that building with no other signs. (laughs) Anyway, I'm going to go before that bird who's been killing everyone kills me. (laughs) (laughs) He's decided to guess where I might be. He's got good instincts. At this rate, he'll definitely hit me. I need to pull back. And Chariot comes back grabbing Iggy along the way and they're all in the centre of the room. And at this point, the orb begins. He's like, oh, first he examines Iggy. Oh, yeah, Iggy is fucked up. Yeah. Man, Iggy, you're losing blood like crazy. You've got broken bones. Your ribs are piercing your lungs. You're in a bad way. We get a lot of anatomy. He's had a bad couple of days. Yeah. He got thing chopped off by a bird. He, uh... Almost drowned. Almost drowned. Now he's gotten beaten up by a void orb. Yep. He's fucked. Well, he can get beaten up by the orb. orb. beaten up. Yeah, by A douche McGee. Kicked to near death by a vampire. Or maybe not a vampire. (laughs) A possible, but who knows vampire. (laughs) Oh no. He wasn't just randomly flying around. Those were calculated moves. He's doing a spiral. He's on a path like a cyclone. No. A mosquito repellent coil. And where the mosquitoes Iggy? Where the mosquitoes? (laughs) We're going to be repelled. Except there's nowhere to repel to. So... Basically, he's starting to go around in this this massive spiral. Yeah. So the orb is carving out the wall, and then it's carving out the stairs, and it's carving out the floor. Mm -hmm. It's getting closer and closer. Inwards. Ever inwards. Inexorably. Like a Junji Ito book named Spiral. Sure. Which exists. All right. Because I read it. I have not. It's truly terrifying. (laughs) Okay. Didn't he do uh, some sort of manga? The the Enigma of Imigara Fault? Daily Lives of Cats or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, he did it about his cat, yeah. Um apparently it's fucking hilarious because like he has that really horrific body horror style but he applies it to his We cats. saw oh. we we were alphabetically browsing through the Crunchyroll oh, library on the way shit. on the way to watching JoJo today. Oh, we him. saw <laughs> the, the anime Bananya which is what was the um the slogan Cat- on the poster Cats in exhibit no cats in bananas that wasn't it Cats, banana cats, cat something. Cat lurking in bananas, and it's a, <laughs> I guess, a slice of life sort of kids cartoon about some cats that live in bananas. Biologically speaking, I think. <laughs> what happens if you try to peel? Like, them? there's the banana peel, and the banana's been half peeled, and then sticking out of that is a cat. It's a white cat to go with. But the it has of... some friends though, as you can see. There's like oh a calico God. there. Why is the? Why are they putting like maple syrup on that banana? Cat. Bananya. Bananya. It's the sacrifice. <laughs> oh, God. To the, the great Bananya god. Bananya Sunday. Oh, no. The Lord's Day. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway. No. Yeah, inexorably getting closer. Oh, I can't move with my leg like this. i got to dig through the floor with my broken sword. Nope, no time for that. It's still coming at me. i got to dodge. And he manages to, like, get out of the way to, like, the centre of the room. Once. Yeah. And Iggy like, oh. Iggy has been pushed away something. Yeah, Iggy is sort of in the um In one of the crevices. It, yeah, that's already been gone through, so he's safe for a while, obviously. Yeah. And then he, he later gets into the space between two of the crevices. Hmm. He's like, um okay, I've got three options here. <laughs> Question Can I dodge with a hole in my leg? Pick one of the three options. One. The handsome polar F will counterattack. Or think of a way to counterattack. Nice. Two. His friends will save him. Oh, nice. Three. Won't be able to dodge. Reality is cruel. Oh. Uh, okay. I'm I love gonna... that it includes that. Yeah. I'm going to go with answer number two. Oh, I can't rely on them to show up. It's just not likely. You know, uh, this isn't one of those American comic books. It's not going to be a ta-da Hirohika Araki throwing shade at Marvel and DC, I guess. That sneaky They're thing. probably in their own battle right now. I wish we had cut to them being stuck in the wine cellar or something. Like, Ah, uh, so if we pull this uh, torch, then maybe they do. <laughs> uh, and he breaks off a, <laughs> a light fitting. He's just there being like, so hang on, you're telling me that if I pull down on this rope, the trap door will open? And yes, then Jotaro just punches his way through the door. Yeah. Or something. No, no, he'd pull down, but then the rope would snap. Yeah. Like, and then he punches through the wall. Yeah. Okay, so he's like, okay, needs to be option one. Chariot, pull me as hard as you can. Chariot is sort of lay- across laying of the- across the already torn up zone. So he's in a safe region. Yeah. And he goes to pull him. This over. This is so conceptually weird. Yeah. Because obviously we've seen scenes before where like the stand would be overlaid and augmenting their physical ability. I think it's the first time we've seen... A stand helping uh, the user themselves. Other than like, um, you know, when cacuene will grab onto someone with... Emerald green. Hierophant green. Hierophant green. And his tendrils, or Mm. or Joseph doing whatever it is he does, (laughs) grabbing the hand of your own stand and trying to get it to pull you. It is a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. I I can think of another couple of times in future it happens, but I think it's the the first time I can think of that it's happened to to date. I mean, to be fair, it's not too bad if you think of them as... Their own entities. But if you're thinking them as powers... Because think of that that from the perspective of someone who's not a stand user. Yeah, it's just this guy pulling on thin air. Or expecting thin air to pull on him. (laughs) And then it's like, my God, it worked. What? But no, it doesn't work because Silver Chariot is a stand designed to swing a sword, not Star Platinum. Uh, So we can't really pull him. Not especially physically strong. uh, And what with his injuries, it can't take his weight. Mm. And so the orb passes by... And in a nick of time, they go. Oh, yeah. not Get you know eaten by that thing. Sad music starts to swell. Iggy sits up and goes to help Polnareff by pulling the fool together. But he can't because he's Idy. very injured. You're a wreck. If you keep doing this, you'll die. If you move or use your stand, your broken bones will puncture your lungs even worse. Stop trying to act tough, idiot. Save me. So wait, hang on. My note's going to be incoherent here. <laughs> Stop trying to save me so you can die with me. I'm going to look cool and save you. You have to warn the others because you can speak English so we can defeat him. After <laughs> save serve me, but you don't need to. And as he's speaking, the orb passes by one last time right in front of his face. Might take a bit of his finger with him. I'm not sure because he was pointing his finger I out. I think it and does. It goes, but we don't yeah. see it. But we don't see it. Yeah. We just get a little close up of his face being like, <gasps> and he's like, it's just going to come around one more time. It's answer three. Reality is cruel. His obsession wins. And we see the cr- cream orb, much bigger now. As it slowly- lit up with sort of purple light. As it begins to envelop the background. Getting larger and larger behind it, Iggy's eyes widen. And we see the light slowly engulf Polnareff. And he just says like, see you later, Iggy. I'll see you as on the other lying, side. As bat- he's lying battered and broken on the floor. And we see one of his broken heart earrings clatter to the floor. And to be continued. Fucking Polnareff. Nick, hi- highlights and lowlights for this episode. A man has died, Liam. A man has died. And you want me to count highlights and... All right, lowlight. D- no, highlight. 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 The fake Dio and hiding in the stairs. Good scheme. Which I think is just fucking genius. Uh, just because, like, A, I wouldn't have seen it coming. Because mm-hmm. I didn't see it coming. And, uh, Yeah. Yeah, cool. my highlight. Mm. Polaref is super on point this episode. He's he's really angry about Avdol. As we know, Polaref has a lot of issues when it comes to revenge. Mm. But he's mm. he's he's wroth right now. His powers are stronger than the last time we last met. Count. Um, <laughs> he is formulating good plans, even though they aren't working quite as well as he could have hoped. If he wasn't fighting some sort of undead monster, he would have killed Vanilla Ice with that scheme. Yeah. No, it was uh. Yeah, he's smart. He's Dude, smart man. Dude's at his best. He's working with E as well. Low basically. light. Oh, yes. And also, because, you know, they've, they're budding friendship. Yeah. You know, they hated each other when they first met, and now they're both desperately trying to save each other's lives. That's sad. Yeah. It's meaningful and deep mm. and shit. Uh, low light. I want to say the low light is, um, hmm, hmm. Okay. My low light will be something. Using the fucking couch to stop him, <laughs> like <laughs> that's pretty stupid. On literally every level of thought, where it's like, oh, it's just disintegr- disintegrating through a wall. I'll use this couch to. Stop- it's like, no, just run, just run. Like that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Fair enough. Yeah, not many lowlights. No, that's a good one. Your lowlight. Um, again, I think just reaching. I'm gonna have to go with the weird inconsistencies. Re sunlight vampirism and <laughs> undead status. Yeah, sure, sure. With weird fangs just yeah. popping up. Yeah. Okay. I don't think he's a vampire though. I mean, he definitely is by now. Oh, okay. All right. Is it canon that he's a vampire by now? Nick, he got stabbed in the brainstem and he's fine. He's propelled by anger. Oh, uh, we also overlooked the bit where he did another. He did do another stab. You're right. Mm. And Vanilla you know, catches it through his palm because he's undead badass now. Sure. Yeah. And that's how he yeah onto yeah, it. Yeah. You're right. Yeah. yeah. There was so much action in that bit that I, I got, I got, I lost track of all the, the blows. <laughs> I, I suppose you don't really see things like that in JoJo's other than like victory punch flurries and stuff where, yeah, you don't where really two guys it. are just like up in each other's faces going at it. Yeah, it's more of a Dragon Ball Z kind of thing to do. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is usually often like, I need to get close to him so I can win. Mm. But yeah, mm. those guys were just going nuts on each other for a bit there. Yeah, it was just a mano a mano kind of thing. Yeah. Nick. Yo. The glowing purple creamy orb is bearing slash has borne down on Jean-Pierre Polnareff. Gotcha. His earring is clattered to the floor. Iggy is still in the room with vanilla ice. And why should I care? What do you think will happen next time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part 3, Stardust Crusaders Season 2 Battle in Egypt in the episode entitled The Miasma of the Void Vanilla Ice Part 3. Part 3? Oh, interesting. Interesting. So Dio still hasn't shown up. Otherwise... It'd be a bigger deal. <laughs> sure, yep. I, I don't think he's going to come into an episode that isn't entitled Dio. Shit, it's the last few episodes just going to be called Dio, part one. No. Dio. Part. Oh, okay. Um, but I think you'll be happy with what they're called. Okay, all right. Let's go with... uh Right, so we've got this giant orb that's just eaten Polnareff. Uh, the friends are coming back, but they're not there yet. Okay, let's start with them. Let's start with the easy answer. Sure. They will show up, after Vanilla Ice has been taken care of. Right. So, Iggy will deal with Vanilla Ice. The way he'll deal with it is with pure anger and determination. And so we'll get a whole bunch of, like, ah! From Iggy. Dog because, screams. Yep. So you're sold on Polaref having just died? Yeah. See, that I can believe. Okay. Avdol dying? I don't know. I don't know yet. Because Avdol didn't get much fanfare. This was fucking fanfare. A lot of fanfare. Yeah. You know what I mean now? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So Iggy will have to beat him. So either he's going to beat him through trickery like he did before with fake Dio, mm-hmm. or he's going to try and envelop him in just more and more sand. Just until he can't consume anything more. Possibly. Who knows? Maybe the dimension is uh, not limitless. I mean, I find that unlikely. Scratch that idea. What if he can reach in and like extract vanilla ice out of cream? Just like making an arm out of sand and augmenting it with more and more sand as it gets exactly. exaggerated. Yeah. So it's kind of like, just go up to here, which is like maybe a centimeter from his face. And then sand comes in from like the center of it. And then and just, just what, beat the shit out of him. Exactly. Or crush him or something. Yeah. You know? Break where, his bones. Yeah. Where there's a bit more precision to it. He can kind of go in and... All right. Yeah. Now you also made... It off air, you made a, a prediction that I, I found quite novel. So I wanted to share it with the listeners. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I quoted this you on this. You said, um, what if the world is another star platinum? <laughs> yeah. What if the world is just another star platinum? Like... We have, um, the like aura aura bit in the title where he's just punching him for ages. And I was like, why don't we see who's punching who? Maybe Dio's world is just another Star Platinum where he's like, hey guys, guess what? I don't actually have any other powers except I'm really buff. I've got this sick, like vampiric sense of sight and smell and sound and, uh, I like to punch things. Oh, so you're saying Dio himself can punch stands? Well, no, I reckon the stand will still be, you know, another star platinum. But I, I mean, it is coming from the same bloodline as well. So it wouldn't be ridiculous that he's inherited Jonathan's stand. But what about his own stand? Well, does he even have his own stand? Or is it part of Jonathan's body where the stand came to? Mm. So like, as, as he's taken Jonathan's body, he's taken his stand, which is the world. But stands come from souls. Sure, sure. Shit. Anyway, but, like, what if it's just another Star Platinum? Because Star Platinum keeps winning, you know? And so the only way to counter it is with another Star Platinum. Sure. Yeah. What if? What What if? if, What if, because he's a vampire and, like, he steals people's life force, he can steal people's stands? (laughs) I mean, that would be ridiculous. Uh, Albeit... Kind of and rad. that's why all those guys have been retired. Because when they were in hospital, Dio would visit them, drink their life, and get their stands, and they'll have all the stands. So they'll show up and like, we're here to get you, Dio, and he'll pull out the Emperor and shoot, I don't know, in dead. Could you imagine that? That'd be amazing. It's like he just shows up and is like, hey, I've got all these other stands that I have. I would hate that, actually. That would be so trite. Uh, of course gonna... the final boss is all the previous bosses. Combined, Ugh, I don't William, that stuff. combined. Combined. It makes everything that we've learned If I remember correctly, Mm. the final plot of the first show of Beyblades was the evil Beybladers using their their Beyblades to steal other people's Beyblade ghosts and absorb them into their own Beyblades. Yeah. So then the final Beyblade was composed of all of the other Beyblades and it was just like a sun. I mean, why not just have every single monster there, you know? Mm. Like, all the monsters coming out in this giant, like, force... Instead of the sun. Bay force. Yeah, like a bay... Bay force one. Like a bay blade... Force. Anyway. Anyway. So yeah, I reckon Iggy's gonna uh, deal with vanilla ice, and then we'll have a lovely little rekindling, a little moment to mourn, and they'll be like, Avdol might just show up somewhere. Two robot arms. Two robot arm, Well... Robot legs. Two cauterized stumps. Glowing red metal eye. It'd be beautiful. I mean, he could be dead, but... He has a penchant for not being dead, you know? Everybody gets one. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And then we go fight Mm deer Because fuck me, it's about time we fight deer. We're in the mansion. We saw him. We keep seeing him. Just playing with us. (laughs) Okay. I think that brings us to the end of our episode. If you like the show, you can correspond with us at jojospodcast at gmail.com or jojospodcast on Twitter. We are recording this one a week in advance, so soz if you had any if you had any pressing correspondence Ari miasma of the void vanilla ice part 2 it'll have all been recorded by the time you hear the previous episode sorry uh sorry busy times and if you want to support the show you can reach us at jojo's podcast nope <laughs> you're gonna uh, sign up at our patreon patreon.com slash jojo's world hello i managed that because i am the other one of the co-hosts that's true yeah that's just science no spoilers please. and until next time to, to be, be continued you yeah, here